You're listening to Shit Gamers Say, only on the Ohio State Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm your host, Joe Boda. With me today is Peter Samin. Hey, Joe. And everybody Hello, else. Peter. And everybody else. We're all friends yep. here. We're low-key. <laughs> yep, uh, Kyle's out this week. It was a pretty uneventful week uh, for him and and for me a little bit too, but I run this show, so I make these meetings mandatory for myself. <laughs> These late night, 10 o'clock on a Sunday meetings. Behind the curtain. Uh, behind the curtain. Oh my goodness. And if, this is gonna be... and if you hear music in the background, I'm sorry. There's jamming going on. There's jamming going on. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is like the sleep cast right now for me. So it's been a busy, it's been a busy week. Busy week. Not a lot of game playing, unfortunately. So I guess we might as well get down to it. Yep. All right, Peter. What Wait. have you played this oh, week? Oh shit! I that's right. I played uh-huh. things. What did you did you play things? Um, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember anything anymore. Um. Well, good talk. I didn't dig deep. I you know it. Okay, I didn't play anything. I watched Birdman though. But that's How, not, that's not it. Has nothing to do with video games. Well, you might as well talk about Birdman now. It's a good you movie. Put that out there. It's it, a good movie. People should see it. Um, it, it's kind of like a misleading title, and actually, some of the advertising for it is misleading because it kind of mm-hmm. makes it seem like it might be a superhero movie. It is not a superhero movie whatsoever. It's more of like a kind of like character study. You're getting to feel how this guy. What, what, like you get, you get to see this guy's life um, basically uh, this guy is kind of like a washed up actor but he was known for playing Birdman in the 90s, 80s and 90s oh does that sound familiar Joe what what famous superhero was played by somebody in the 80s and 90s <laughs> oh shit was uh, uh, 80s and 90s you at least know the superhero right there's only one like superhero that was even like around that was like popular in the eighties and nineties that was wasn't like shit. That wasn't shit. This was before the revolution of like every thing, single superhero has a movie and stuff like that. Like there was like one superhero that like was recognized as like, hey, this actually made like a good series of films. And it got- I mean, the only two superhero movies that I can remember that were big before the boom were the Superman movies and Tim Burton's Batman movies. So, yep, you, you know, it was the Batman movies. So in the 80s and 90s, Michael Keaton was Batman. I am the bat. So guess who plays the guy in this movie? Mike. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton plays this guy. So basically he's playing basically himself as a washed up actor who is trying to escape his past as Birdman and trying to kind of pave a new path for his career. 
but I don't know. It's, it's kind of interesting because I mean, there's there's more layers to, th- to it than that. Actually, I could probably talk about this for a long time, but I'm not going to go too in depth because I think people should like to see it. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, it's just kind of showing how he's trying to get. It's about him trying to get over his like demons and stuff, and how basically he's 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 written this he wrote this play and he's directing it and he's starring in it and he's trying to make it a success because he feels like he's not worth anything because he's like oh you're just a fucking sellout that was in a bunch of billion dollar movies called and you basically just a stupid superhero actor like you can't do anything and then basically the entire thing is like a big ego trip to him about him trying to be a success again because he's tired he doesn't want to be like in the background of all these successful actors these days you know yeah and the movie's incredibly self-aware because they have this entire section about robert downey jr and how now he's making all the big superhero bucks (laughs) that is that is interesting that they're actually like pulling in real world references oh dude there's a lot of real world references it's pretty good huh yeah because i hadn't seen a lot of uh you know, because I only spend my time on the internet and I don't watch TV and I don't go to a lot of movies. So yeah. I, I remembered them talking about Birdman uh, or just hearing it in passing. And I was was never sure. Like, I know this has some superhero tie-ins, but I knew it was not a superhero movie, you know, yeah, so to speak. So the, a lot of what you'll see if you look at previews for this movie is that there's these action scenes. It's like, oh, look, like there's all this action going on. That's from a segment in the movie where they're literally parodying current day action movies. So like this, this, this entire movie is a kind of a satire on the action movie thing, like the, the superhero movie thing. So like they are, there was an entire section where they parodied today's superhero movies to show how dumb they were. And just how campy they could get. Exactly. But that's like, literally a 30 second segment in the movie but all of the previews have those segments in it it's like that's not a very good representation of the movie but i guess that's a good way to sell the movie even though that's really not what the movie's like (laughs) Uh, yeah i've become a lot more aware of that with some movies Mm -hmm. like like i know the new uh the director of district nine was coming out with a movie and there's two uh teasers for it and one is very cerebral as you would expect one of his movies yeah. to be and then the other one was just raw action and of course the one that was like cerebral was like in a movie theater and then the one with raw action was in like a fucking before like a sporting event or something yeah. like that and I wish I knew the movie offhand so but Birdman seemed like it was by and large from what I saw of it being yeah. billed as a more cerebral film so totally and it's it's basically it's just it's one of those films where every character like most of the movie is just talking but the, the dialogue and the characterization that everyone does is so good that you just are on the edge of your seat watching it. Well, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to see that probably. But, and there's this one more thing I want to say about it before I'm done, but um the bi- the big kind of there's it's it's got some flourish to it. It's not just like people sitting in a room. Um, it it goes for this kind of style that some people didn't like, but I actually think it's kind of cool. And that they tr- and they don't really boast this at all. Like it's just a thing that they did. But they tried to make it look like the entire movie was done in one giant shot. So basically, every single scene flows into the next scene 
fluidly. There's no like take, there's no like cuts and then go to the next scene. It's just like, oh, we look over down the hall and then there's someone else and we follow them. And then, oh, we could look out the window and like there's something going outside. Like it's just a, it's like, of course they've had to do some special effects and some trickery to get through that, but it just flows. It keeps flowing. It's like, it's such a fluid movie, but also because it does that, it's really fast paced. So it keeps you, it keeps you in the movie because it's moving so quickly. Huh. So wait, does it feel at all like, because if it's flowing and there's no like hard cuts, does it feel almost as if it's like going in real time? It's, or? it's not in real time. It, if anything, I would say it feels like you're watching a play in that there's the stage is always being like re- used or being repopulated with a scene and it never really stops, you know? Well, now I now I feel like I do have to see it because like I'm trying to imagine this in my head and I don't I, I I'm I can't actually wrap my head around <laughs> that cinematography so I feel like I need to see that if yeah nothing, if for that alone mm-hmm. totally yeah it's it was definitely interesting all right cool it's beans. something that you should definitely see it's very unique like there's no movie like this movie you should definitely see it I feel like we talked about oh we fucking have said we said the same goddamn thing about an Interstellar. Back over Christmas break, uh, I felt like I felt like we had these conversations before. We're <laughs> just like it's so unique; you just have to see it. Like you won't see anything like this right now. So, I mean, you really won't. Yeah, no, I believe it. The entire okay, the entire soundtrack, the entire soundtrack is just drums. There's it's no just, there's no like, other instruments, just like, drums, like rock drum sets, no, like, or like orchestral drums, like just a drum set just and the best part is that the drummer appears in the movie several times so like they'll just be running down the street then you see a drummer in the background literally drumming out the exact thing that's playing in the in the like you know in the scene at the time and then it then it then it quickly goes away from that drummer then keeps following the characters (laughs) so like they were totally self-aware they're like we put the drummer in this scene just to have the drummer in the scene (laughs) This sounds like a fun movie. It's a fun. Is, it, it's it, fun. it is a fun movie. All right. I mean, despite like it, it, it sounds kind of serious when I say it, but like it's a satire. Like there, there are jokes. There are like you will laugh. You will also be like, "This guy's an asshole." But you know, that's how it is. But uh, well, at least it's not. Yeah, you can. The thing is, I feel like whenever you try to do more satirical pieces or stuff that's a little bit more talky Mm -hmm. you can go especially with superhero movies you can go one of two ways you can either go in the we had fun this is not self-serious at all or you can go into the other direction and be like fucking watchmen and it's like oh my god like everything's horrible like one is pessimistic and one is playful Mm -hmm. so all right that sounds good. I'm prob- I'll probably see that eventually. I'm probably not going to see it in theaters, but I'm sure at some point it'll be available. Oh yeah, like on Netflix or something, and I'll watch it then. Yeah, it, in the far flung future. Totally. So, have you played any? Is there any even a little bit of game that you played at all? Dude, I'm trying to think, and like <laughs> this past week has been crazy. I've just had project upon project upon project. I do know that you played some Super Smash Bros. 64. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, I was, I, ma- I tried to make this uh, argument when I was playing it with these other folks, but they wouldn't let me do it. That's the worst Smash Brothers game. Not because it wasn't good at the time. Because trust me, when it came out, I was like, holy shit, this is great. But it's so loose. 
and just the react like the it's just so awkward now with the n64 like timing and it, it can barely keep a steady frame rate it's just it's really hard to go back to and sure i think gameplay wise brawl is the worst in the series but smash 64 is probably like the one that feels the worst to play like it's just not i it's so floaty and awkward yeah i think i think another thing about it is one of the things that makes super smash bros kind of well known and well liked is how deep they go with references and like just how much shit they pull yeah exactly from nintendo's pantheon to make it like just a crazy fan service yeah, and this has the least of that yeah the least characters the least stages and you know again that that's fine it was an experiment in mm-hmm. in and of itself but you know still it feels pretty like bare you know totally and I, I didn't realize until I was playing that, like, this game literally has none of the characters I play as these days. Like, I don't play as these characters that much. I never play as the original eight. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah, that was my issue as well going into is like, oh, shit, I don't know who to play as. Martha isn't here. Yep. Bowser isn't here. Yep. <laughs> Mario handles differently. Everything it, handles yep. differently. It's crazy. It's, yeah. <laughs> so and it, so and there's nothing outside of that. No, I mean I played more uh, uh, desert golfing, but nothing has happened. The sand we, is still red. What is your status report? What level are you on? What hole are you on? I'm on like 750. You need to make it to a thousand at this point. I'll make it to a thousand. If nothing changes by a thousand, I'll probably stop playing. Or will you? Gosh, you're right. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Today, this week has been a slow week for me as well. In fact, I don't think I've touched um, my PlayStation at all. I actually had to go online and download the free PS Plus games for January for my PS3 because I just have not turned uh, that on in a long time. You see, I, I, I just go to the website and buy them all there in bulk when they first well, get released. I eventually went to the website. It's usually just one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I usually touch one or two of the consoles, mm-hmm. so I'll just do it then, and I don't think about it. And then all at once, I saw you post that February's lineup had already been decided. Yep. And then I realized, oh yeah, it's like, it's like January twenty eighth. Yeah, I totally. Need to do, I need, I need to get this now. Oh man, you got, you should play Ducktales though. It's, it's short and it's fun. Oh yeah, no. I'll, I'll probably get around to that. Yeah, it's. I just haven't had time to really boot anything mm-hmm. up. Um, I've been playing some stuff on my phone though. So, and I have two new games that I've been playing. Uh, I decided to pop into the Play Store recently just because, you know, it's like I just don't go on it that much. You know, I never, I don't do a lot of gaming on my phone. Yeah, and I don't want for apps or anything like that. Did you get threes? Uh, no, that costs money. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. What happened was um uh. Uh, I went on, and I saw one of the free games had this anime girl on it, and then sure oh. enough, <laughs> yeah, I ended up getting this game called Love Live School Idol Festival because it's anime as shit, and yeah. it's like you know why not? Now 
I personally am not like big into anime. I kind of I have some reverence for it because I do did like grow up and watched a lot of anime. I was really big into it for a while, mm-hmm. and then through high school, I tapered off a lot on it just because it it wasn't really cool anymore. So it was kind of a peer pressure thing. But you know, and it start. So it wait, just, I'm, uh, when 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 did. When did you deem it not cool anymore? I'm just curious. It was around, I guess, freshman year was when I just, like, stopped. Like, freshman year in high school okay. was when I stopped giving most of a shit about it. I mean, it, it was a gradual thing. Like, I kind of grew distant with the people who were into it as well. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm a little bit older and I've kind of have a more diverse palette for, like, storytelling... Looking at some of the more popular animes, I kind of roll my eyes. And it's not, like, it's no fault of the, I don't know, it's not the art style. It's no fault of that. It's mm-hmm. largely oh, the character arcs, and they have they really adhere to archetypes really closely. Oh, yeah. That was the more popular stuff. Oh, but I guess I, it's just weird for me because I never really got into anime. And then just as an outsider looking in, it just always seemed like everyone was in, like, not everyone, but a lot of people that I knew were into it. So... I guess I never knew. I did. I never noticed when people start kind of started getting out of it, you know. Because like a lot of, I remember people at school would always be like talking about Dragon Ball Z. I'd be like, oh yeah, sure. And then I go home and watch SpongeBob. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z for me as a kid was super hard to digest, and I actually it surprises me how popular it got over here just because, you know, it. It was just so elongated. Oh, like, yeah. You know, you have three episodes of them yelling at each other and charging. Yeah, but for <laughs> real. Yeah, and at, and at least with, like, kids' cartoons, they're partitioned in such a way where it's, like, 15 minutes is a story arc, and that's mm-hmm. all you need. Well, as anime, it's several episodes. It's over the long course of many episodes in a season, and oh, there's so much filler. So it <laughs> that that's something that's always been interesting to me. But, you know, as I've gotten older, I've started to give less a shit, and now I, I go back to it from time to time and just see, like, what's up. And now I kind of just... Any sort of reverence I have for anime now is just how ridiculous and stupid it can be. And that's what brings me to this game, uh, School Idol Festival, (laughs) which is effectively just a rhythm game. Um, What you do is you have these girl characters, these girl high school characters who are part of this club. And you being the new student, they decide to put you in charge of everything because that's how this always works. You, <laughs> you are, are now you are a servant now. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's 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 and this is one of this is getting into the archetype shit that kind of like mildly irritates me about anime and that oh yeah, of course the new person is now going to become Mr. Popular yeah. and is now <laughs> going to be the person who's going to be in charge of everything. Like that's just how all these things work. Hmm. So Yeah, it's a rhythm game. You pick a character, and then you can pick a bunch of support characters. So you assemble a team of seven dancing girls, yourself included, and you basically just play it like any other rhythm game. You have scrolling nodes, Mm -hmm. and some of them you have to hold down. Some of them you have to just tap. Is it all anime music? It's Honestly, it's just like, it's it's not licensed music. I, or I don't think it's licensed music. It sounds largely like built for the game, but you know, it's just it's got some nice beat. Hmm. Uh, I haven't listened. I haven't played too much of it. I've gotten past the tutorial and have just kind of messed around a little bit. So I'm not sure like what else they have in here. Um, every time I turn it on, it downloads something. Oh, 
So I'm not sure what that is. That they they're probably pers- persistently updating it, though they're not really clear about like what they've added. But yeah, no, it's Japanese as shit, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. I'll pl- I'll probably play a little bit more of it. But it was like I was really curious what the hell this game was, and I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of like games like Rock Band or Guitar Hero. I enjoy them now and then, but. Other rhythm games, simpler rhythm games, I guess, or ones that don't require as much dexterity, I'm totally into. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, Rock Band and Guitar Hero are incredibly simple rhythm games. I mean, but they yeah. But they require you to use instruments. Like, there, right. are, there are some rhythm, rhythm games that, like, they don't require an instrument, but they're incredibly complex. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think it's also a matter of song choice, because, you know, I, I, I like a lot of the songs, but I'm the kind of person where I will... I don't know it it it's really weird i I don't know how to describe it, but i I prefer like more techno e like dancey music like d d r kind of music that yeah. kind of shit while as rock band guitar hero are largely more situated with you know their band it's band music, yeah, and they rely a lot on older stuff too, which you know there's nothing wrong like I like old music as much as the next person and by old I mean seventies and eighties, so maybe not that old for well, some people. Okay, Classic as, rock. as someone that that knows about Rock Band, actually they have a pretty, they, like statistics-wise, in the catalog, they've got a pretty even selection from every decade. Well, yeah, no, it's totally even. I think what <laughs> I'm, I, I think what I mean is like I know all of the older shit. Yeah, and I am like kind of lukewarm on it. Like I don't mind it, and then the newer shit, I don't know any of it, uh. so it's like I don't even bother with it. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things where. I have to be adventurous, but I don't necessarily want to spend like a, a couple hours to be adventurous with some music that I might not even like. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus dance and techno, I almost like any of that shit that you give me. Like I might, if I've never heard it before, I might, st- I'll probably still like it. Um, but that's just a that's just a personal taste. So that's what this game is largely, and it's interesting. Um. Another game I've been playing, and this isn't, like, too involved of a game, but I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Trivia Crack. Are you yeah. familiar with that game at all? I, I feel everyone is. Yeah. You're, I, you're a little late to the party, Joe. Uh, no, everyone dude, I'm their, super late. Everyone and their cousins been playing that, that Yeah, one. no, I'm fucking <laughs> super late to the party. No, like, cause, well, yeah, because people, most people play games nowadays on their phones, yep. and I don't do that, so <laughs> I naturally I don't know. And I just decided that I would give it a shot, and yep. I've been playing the shit out of it because I love trivia games. <laughs> so I've been playing that. Uh, there's not really too much to say. I guess for people who, if if you're crazy and you somehow still don't know what this is and you're stupid like me, yeah, <laughs> um, it's a trivia game where you go one-on-one against another person, usually from your like friends on Facebook, but you can also add them independently through the app. And with this game, you basically have, I think, it, what is it? It's six categories, six categories of questioning, and you basically answer trivia. And every time you answer three trivia questions right, yeah, you, you get a little man, you get a little guy, and the goal is to get, like, seven or eight of these little guys, and then you win. And Or is it six? No, it's, yeah, it's six. I'm sorry. So... Yeah, it's basically trivia pursuit without the bullshit board, basically. 
Um, and it's, uh, I believe all of the questions are user solicited, but I think the, there's some curating going on. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Cause there must be, there must be. I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of, like, there, it, the grammar is usually fine, though there have been some really stupid questions. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I know one of my friends was asked a geography question, and the answer, two of the answers, one was northwest, and the other was west-north. <laughs> and it's like, technically, those are the same things, but you will never see west-north ever. <laughs> I don't know. It was. It was just you get you get some stupid stuff like that. That and there are some questions that are really difficult to answer because they'll ask like, "Oh, which of these artists were impressionists?" And they're all like one word names, and they're super Italian, and it's <laughs> like I don't know any of these. Or then you'll get others where it's be, it'll be like, "Who was Jesus's mother?" Yeah. Oh, I don't know, Mary. Like <laughs> it's it's uh, no, it was Barbara. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I've been fiddle-farting around with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, did you, I thought you had something no, to well, say. Well, I was going to, unless you're done, are you done? Is that, is that your, is that your haul? Um, I guess, like, the last thing right now, I, I mean, the only, I've kind of been going back and forth with it is Curtain Call. I've been playing more of that, and I'm, like, we're slowly working my way towards the goal of where I, like, perfect every difficulty oh. of every song oh which boy it's a it's kind of a grind i've gotten good enough so that if i do the basic level on each song i i can get well okay i should explain the system because it's not necessarily get a perfect but basically as you play the game each note you know you can get good bad critical which is basically perfect mm-hmm. and when you play through it, it'll keep track of each note's like top, um, top. I guess uh, just whatever score you got on each note. So whether it was perfect or not. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. So like, if you play through it once and you get perfect on seventy five percent, each note will be marked saying, "Oh yeah, you got like uh, in the in this section of the song, you got seventy five percent perfect." And then when you play it again, if I were to do twenty five percent perfect but on the notes that I didn't get perfect the first time, mm-hmm. it would say, okay, you got it perfect on all those notes. That's cool. So now you've gotten 100% on this song. Actually, that's basically that, what the goal is. Dude, that's actually a pretty cool system because there's a lot of like there's a lot of music games that I play where it's like, oh, you have to do this in one run. But it's like, I'm never going to be good enough to get, get all the songs this way, but it'd be cool to be like, well, at least I can accomplish the, I did this four times and eventually got all the notes in different runs. Like exactly. That's, that's, like, that's a pretty cool system. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like it a little bit better because it kind of like helps my perfectionist itch because there's no fucking way I could perfect all those songs through one go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it just kind of makes it a little bit easier. Or I don't want to say easier, but it's just a different system. Mm-hmm. So I can usually get basic perfect the first time. Like I don't need to do any reruns, but some of the harder ones I do. So I've just been working my way through basic and then when I start getting bored, I'll bump it up to like, ultimate impossible mode and I'll try to do some of those on that and I've just been going back and forth so it, it it's it's a grind but I enjoy the game enough that it's like you know what I'd be doing this anyway in some capacity even if I didn't have this goal yeah. so so why not so that's largely what I've been up to uh game wise okay so we yeah we've both kind of been uh I was going to mention one more game that I 
kind of forgot that I had played, but I have been playing. All right, go for it. I've been I've just been playing more threes, and threes is cool. Because you were saying so much mobile stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, I was playing threes. We're an all-inclusive podcast. We will talk about mini-games. We will talk We will talk about mini-games. Like, li- literally, mini-games. Mini-games. been playing literally Mario Party? Games. <laughs> Fuck Mario Party. <laughs> okay, yeah. We, we have not been playing Mario Party, but I've been watching some videos online on a certain website, uh, oh. giantbomb.com, giant yep. and they've been playing... <laughs> They've been working their way to the Mario parties, and can we just take a minute and say that the Mario game, Mario Party games, are pretty fucking bad? Oh, they're, I, as as for as long as I can remember, when I was a kid, like, whenever I would play Mario Party, the only thing that really made it fun was the fact that oh, you've got three other friends and you're together. Whenever I tried to play Mario Party, like on my own it the veil broke and i could tell that th- these games just have a lower quality than every other nintendo game like there's most nintendo games have a nice like polish and great design to them while mario party is just like it feels like they were just pumping them out with like a, a c team like on the side just like yeah you're you're new make the new mario party <laughs> like this is your this is what you got to do to get onto the a team like suffer through a year of mario party development <laughs> yeah, it's like it's super weird. Well, I mean, growing up, I had a lot of reverence for those games, and I didn't necessarily have that realization because I never played those games on my own, personally speaking. Yeah. So maybe that helped well, me. I had a game. Well, when I bought my GameCube, it wasn't one of the. It was like probably within the first five or six games I got was Mario Party for GameCube, and you know you play it with your friends, but also you want to get some value out of yourself, so you're just like, okay, I'll play this single player, and then you realize this single player is bullshit. <laughs> so. Yeah, like, yeah, just the games are not good, and it's one of those things, though, is I'm still trying to figure it out, because, you know, the games are bad, the controls are not good, and there's a lot of, like, very, you have to be a stupid precise for it to work. Oh, yeah. Um, But it becomes, it becomes a question of, was this difficult and shitty by design you know because honestly if you made it like easier or if you made it control better Mm -hmm. i feel like you would have a lot of draws and stalemates you know what i'm saying i guess i I feel like 95 percent of the time the reason someone wins is because the other people got fucked over because of some like insane level of precision that they could not meet and i obviously that sucks but you know, otherwise, I don't feel like you would be having a lot of losers and winners. I don't know that it's a really fucking weird <laughs> yeah. game in retrospect. But yeah, also didn't at some point they were annualizing those games? Oh, weren't they? totally, they totally were. But they're not doing that anymore. They're right? not anymore. I think it's mainly because people stop buying them. I mean, at some point, you're like not gonna buy a new Mario Party because oh, the the there's like. A lot of the mini games, they just started recycling them with just different like skins on them. It's like, oh, I mean, this in this one you're throwing ice cream cones, while the other one you were hitting baseballs, but it's the same motion on the stick. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm surprised, but I'm still, I actually those am still surprised that they didn't annualize it or keep up through the Wii at least, just because you know. The Wii's, the volume of games sold on the Wii were so large yeah. that, well, that you could release any shit game and it would sell a lot. If like, I remember correctly, the Wii version of Mario Party was really bad. Like, 
You don't say. Like, bad for a Mario Party. Like, not even, like, not just like, oh, it's another Mario Party. Like, it was bad for Mario Party fans. Like, Mario Party fans did not like that Mario Party. Was it just technically bad? Um, Apparently, the motion controls were just really spotty to where, like, half the minigames just didn't work. So Okay, so in some ways it was technically bad. Hmm. I'm interested to see what the Wii U Mario Party will be like. I am also interested. Because it's one of those things where you would think with new hardware, things can only start looking better. It's kind of like how it was with football games. With mm-hmm. For a while, they were ugly as shit. And now, you know, they've gotten to a level of decency yeah. with the level of presentation. So it's like with Mario Party, can you polish a turd so well that it might actually look good. I don't know. I'm just interested to see what mini games they they decide to do with the gamepad. Like, I want to see some creative uses of that game ca- gamepad because a lot of games are just not doing that. And it turns out it's just going to be like a map of the board Ugh. or something stupid. I God yeah, damn no, it. Nintendo don't fuck this up. Like, I don't. No one cares about Mario Party right now, but. God it, damn it, just Mario, try, just it, try, please. In Mario Kart 8, the gamepad is a freaking horn. That's uh, all they used it for, is to honk the horn on the car. It's just like, I'm not even <laughs> against, I. you know what, of all the gimmicks that Nintendo has tried with their systems, like, I think the TV idea is a good one. It's a very good one. Mm-hmm. And I see, much like the Wii Remote before it, it's being squandered. Oh yeah, totally. You know, so... I don't know. At least with the Wii Remote, they tried. It, I don't even th- feel like they're trying with this one that hard. Yeah, no. Like the Wii Remote, they were shoving it in your face for years. But this one, they're like, well, no. <laughs> I mean, it is something interesting just because I feel like they did a lot of interesting stuff with the DS. I mean, sure, there was oh, like... Oh, dude. The DS, like... The DS is still to this day my favorite handheld because they did so easily. much. They did so much awesome stuff with it. Yeah, like even in, I think it was Zelda Phantom Hourglass, I didn't like that game, but I remember you had a map on top and a map on bottom, yeah. and you had to close the yes. DS to stamp it. Do you understand how much that blew my mind? When that, that was great. That was like, a great I idea. Stared, I stared at it for like 10 minutes being like, wait, what do you mean you want me to copy this over? Like, I, like I don't understand, and then finally it clicked. It's like, they want me to close the, the DS, and I closed it, and it worked. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's the kind of creativity I want for the gamepad. Totally. And I would like to hope that, at least with Mario Party, you can do something interesting mm-hmm. with it. So, I'm curious. We'll see that when that event. Have they said when the release date? Is it Mario Party 10? Mario Is Party that... 10, I'm pff- I think it's March. Because March. it's coming out when the new Mario Amiibos come out, which are coming out in March. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, that makes sense. All right. You can you can get on that while I'll play Bloodborne. Oh, I don't want to play that. Come on, it'll be great. My friend's getting it. I'll probably end up playing it at some point. I was about to say, you live in a college dorm. You have the luxury of people being around you 24-7 who might actually want no, to totally. play shit like, like that. There's so many games, it's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this, and then someone gets it. I'm like, okay, let's see what this thing is. <laughs> bunch of nerds with money and time yeah so all right so i guess that wraps up what we've been playing and watching and Mm -hmm. doing uh any news 
There's actually, there's some news. There's news. There's always news, Joe. I've always got my big storehouse of news. Got my news bag. All right, let's uh, let's pull the cat out of the proverbial bag. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned it earlier, but uh, the PlayStation Plus lineup for February got announced. Yes, actually, I was going to ask about that, and it's looking good. That. So. It's it's a really good lineup. So transistor, you're gonna get some transistor. Transistor, which is good because <laughs> I've been waiting. Because transistor, I, I mean, yeah. I, this might make me kind of an asshole, but I didn't feel like transistor, at least for me. Like since I it, since a lot of the reviews were kind of lukewarm on it, it wasn't like a a knock out of the knock it out of the park ga- park game. I was like, well, I guess I'll wait till it gets to PS Plus, and then eventually c- came to PS Plus. So I guess I'm gonna play it now. Um, Yakuza Four, yes, yeah, like that's an in- that was an interesting choice. I remember seeing the. It's interesting because up until like a month ago, it wasn't even out in America, so like they were just like, "Hey, we'll bring it to America." Oh, now it's free. Just take it, please. <laughs> I, I, you know what? It might actually be a good idea that they do this because at oh, least yeah. with that, they can test the waters and see like, well. Zero risk to us. We're still getting our money from Sony to do this. Yes. But now we can tell, okay, how many people are downloading this? How this much might, are they playing it? This might drum up some interest for the series, because I know this series has struggled in the past. Yeah, well, at least, yeah, especially in North America and the West in general. Mm-hmm. So at least this way they can gauge it, and yeah, it would be some nice market research. And then, okay, I'm good, I'm, right now I'm just going to go through the ones that I know. Then mm-hmm. we'll get to the ones that I don't know. So now, continuing Thief. Thief for PS4. It, that's Thief, it, Thief the re-release, right? Hmm? The, or not the re-release, the remake, the newest well, one. Is that it? Reboot, not really a remake. I'm sorry, yeah, reboot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Th- yeah, exactly. The one that, honestly, like, when it came out, I think it was getting, like, s- sixes and sevens or something, so I was like, uh... I'll it skip se- it. It seemed like it... Like it had some interesting stuff, but yeah, there were some technical flaws. Yeah, with that totally. Game. I remember watching those videos with the technical glitches going on. All right, what else they got? Rogue Legacy, which is cross by Vita, PS3, and PS4. I have that literally everywhere else. See, I do not. So this is gonna be my first time playing Rogue Le- Legacy. All right, I'm, tell me what you think. I'm so because... glad I waited. <laughs> <laughs> Are you though? I saved Maybe. ten dollars. I was about to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I bought Rogue Legacy for like a dollar or two on Steam at some point. Oh in yeah, time. totally. It totally. got super cheap at some point, and I just sold a bunch of cards to get it. So, so now we're now we're onto these games that I haven't really don't know what they are, but I'm kind of curious about these. Yeah, games. what the fuck are these games? So there's Apotheon. Apparently, it's like a it's like a side-scrolling action game on PS3. Mm-hmm. I it. it, it it sounds like God of War. It sound I yeah I don't the, really I I want to I want to see what this is. Like yeah, really reading curious. the premise, the gods of Olympus have abandoned humanity. Take up arms against the gods, climb Mount Olympus, and yep. take their divine powers for yourself. It's basically God of War, but probably doesn't play like God of War at all. Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that, that looks really cool. It's got some interesting art going on. Uh, and then what is it? Kick and Fennec. It's a roguelike, so it's kind of like Rogue Legacy, I guess. I, I don't really know what it is. I'm, looking, I'm at, looking at it, and I'm not, like, 
I'm not feeling it. It looks like, honestly, it looks like um one of those CG cartoons from like the late '90s or early 2000s. <laughs> oh boy. Do you remember? Do you remember that cartoon where, like, it was a bunch of robots and it came out like late '90s, early 2000s or something? You're gonna have to be way. It was more like specific. it was it was CG. It was like Robot City or some shit. Like it was a bunch like, of robots. Was I, it like robot robots? It wasn't like Cubics, was it? Oh, it might have been Cubics. I I can't even remember. See, I, again, you're gonna have to be way more specific. I like just the, remember it's Cubics. Okay, it's Cubics. Okay, yeah, I was about to say because the late '90s, early 2000s, big things, robots. And shitty computer animation cartoons. Mm, Joe? Or not cartoons, kids shows, I feel like. That's when they started to, like, become a thing. Sup? Well, we've lost Peter, so I'm going to call him. Where did he go? Peter? Come back to me. My internet. Oh, no. 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 Are you there? Yeah. What did just you stop, happened? Did you stop recording? No. Okay, good, because I didn't. So you got, like, a minute of me going, Peter! <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, yes, yeah, so something happened. Like it's like I didn't have a valid IP configuration, and I had oh. to hit troubleshoot on my fucking oh, geez. wife. My not my Wi-Fi, but my Ethernet. I don't know what happened there. Okay, yeah. so yeah, nineties shitty uh, animated TV shows. Though I recall Cubics being more respectable than most. I I literally never watched it. I just remember it coming out. I, I, I remember I had this VHS tape with a preview of Cubics on it, and I kept watching the preview because I was like, it looks so cool, it's a bunch of Cubics Robux guys. But then I never actually bothered to watch it. So, Well, <laughs> to even out this um, discussion of free games, I guess I decided I would take a peek at the uh, Games for Gold. Yeah, what's, games, going, what's games coming to gold? gold? Well... First and foremost... I've, I remember looking at it, and it was a bunch of games that came out on PS Plus years ago. No. No, well, I mean, maybe... No, no, well, I I can't actually tell you. Um. Okay, well, first and foremost, iDarb. Free yes, I, okay, yeah, that, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, um, iDarb's going to be free for the month of February. That's and, cool. And uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, iDarb is, a, I guess, the emerging genre of pseudo-sports video games where it's just basically a very simple game. Uh, you have a ball, and you have to get into a goal, and there's various yep. wacky elements. With iDARB specifically, you'll set up kind of like a hashtag. It'll assign a hashtag to the game you're playing, and then people can go on Twitter, type in stuff under that hashtag, and based off of certain keywords that you enter, it will like alter the game. Like Stuff mm -hmm. will happen. So it kind of has that interactive interactability with it and it's a silly game so that's iDarb um also Brothers Tale of Two Sons it's gonna be available for the that, first half of February that was the one cause they, they released Brothers free on PS Plus like a, a year or two ago yeah and uh finally 
I believe Sniper Elite V2 Aha. is going to be free uh, at on the second half of February. So Elite. keep a lookout for that. Is that the new one that came out that shows like the slow-mo when you snipe a dude? I have no... I, the Sniper franchise is so lost in my brain. I know there was one that came out that actually had a really cool like kill cam yeah. that would show skeleton Well, I thought that... Okay, I wasn't sure. Is that like a thing that was just in the new ones, or I th- I wasn't sure if that was in the series from the beginning. You know, it might have been. There may have been something like it, okay. but it was still like fucking cool as hell. Like it's just one of those things where we would like to think ourselves adults, yeah, and be like, oh, this is violence for the sake of violence. <laughs> but but then once you like see what they're doing, it's like okay, now I'm just gonna shoot for the balls every time because yeah. it it actually animates that shit and it like <laughs> makes my butt cheeks clench a bit when I see it. Yeah. So, yep, that's what games with gold is getting. Which you know, it's not too bad. Ob- obviously, their lineup is not as big, but that's because they're not. They don't have as many platforms to push no. right now. That's the thing that's cr- so crazy about PS Plus is that it's cheaper than Xbox Live Gold, and yet they're supporting three platforms with free games. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, the how, I don't know how it works. I don't know how they make money on it, but they, somehow they do. I mean, I think the thing about PlayStation Plus is, you know, it ensures brand loyalty because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have a Vita. I still... Uh, you could buy purchase. a v- you could buy a Vita right now and have literally like two dozen games to play on it. Exactly. So that's the purpose. Is like for everyone who still has a PS3. Well, you're if you like go online and reserve the free PS4 games that have been that so, have come yes. out, then it, you're more uh, like like you have a huge probably... library just from the get go. It's great. Right. Yeah. I mean, mostly it'd be mostly indie shit, but you still would have it. You mm-hmm. know. So. That's that's what Sony's doing, and then games with gold, they're they they're kind of doing that with the Xbox One. The only difference is, you know, they don't haven't been doing it as long. No. So many of the people who are ready to get an Xbox One have gotten it, and the library still doesn't have the breadth. No. That, uh, no, because since I've been doing for. PS, I've been doing PS Plus for like two years at this point. My catalog is just humongous. Like if I go to my purchased games, it's literally I've got two thousand things on that purchased games list. Like it's freaking huge. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's the those two guys. I wonder. I wonder if Nintendo would ever. Well, no, maybe a, mm. a subscription model for Nintendo. I don't. Think, I don't no. see it happening. I don't see it. I I'll tell two reasons why. One, Nintendo does not play nice with third party. Nope, they do not. So And they, they and and they value their games so highly that they would never diminish their value by having a subscription model. Exactly. That was the second reason I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, no, because it's their games barely go on sale and when they do, it's so like ridiculously minuscule. Yeah. That it's like, <laughs> well, it doesn't even matter. It's like, oh yeah, it's on sale for fifty bucks now. It's like what? <laughs> no. No, though they did have some insane de- deals back when uh, Mario Kart 8 had come out, and they did that uh, buy, like, two, get one that, free. That stuff was or, a good deal. Yeah, that, that was crazy. Was good. That was good stuff. So, uh, 
And that's actually probably why the Wii U didn't do as well this holiday season. It, I think it did about the same as last holiday season, actually, like sales-wise. So that kind of they, trans that transitions sort of into what I was gonna. Well, it it skips over one thing I was gonna say, but yeah, like Nintendo did release their sales data for this year. Yeah, and it's like it's fine, but not good. I guess is the best way to put it. It's okay. If it wasn't for the fact that the dollar's so strong right now, they would have lost money. Like it's the same story as as it was last year. Just like they're barely holding on. Like it's one of those things where they're basically breaking even, but it says like, oh, they made money, but on- they only made money because the dollar is so strong compared to the yen right now. Like if if the dollar wasn't strong, they would be losing money. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So they're getting and- super lucky. Yeah, their their hardware sales were like at that, least for the holiday were not they they were the, down the like 3DS half hardware a sales there's 3DS hardware sales are really low like but what do you expect they announced a new console and then didn't release it for like yeah. months like the, that was the dumbest idea ever they re- they announced a new console and then go into the holiday season with people knowing that it was coming next year so they basically cannibalized their 3DS sales. Right, yeah, their two big missteps were the announcement of the new 3DS because that, I think, really hurt people who were looking to buy it. Totally. And then the second big one was they just don't ha- didn't have any substantial sales for Black Friday Yeah. versus Xbox One and the PS4 who were bundling shit and yeah, totally. the Xbox One with the $100 price drop and all that shit. So yeah, like Nintendo had to revise their financials, like their financial projections for the rest of this rest of this year um, to where originally they had said, oh, we're going to sell um, 12 million 3DSs. They revised it down to 9 million. Like that's a substantial revision. <laughs> like they're they're really not meeting their sales data for the 3DS. But for the Wii U, I think they actually they're. They were they, more. They were meeting, more. They're meeting. They're meeting their Wii U sales. Yeah, barely. Like, yeah, like I think they're. But their for, their projection for, was already so. Their projection was already so modest, though. Yeah, no, it was it it was basically half. They they sold a half a million more than they forecasted, which yeah. in the grand scheme of things, that's not actually that no. good. Because they're compared they're, to the they, other numbers, they they projected three million. Which, if you put into that perspective, like Sony sold more than 3 million PS4s just in December. So <laughs> it's not like a big deal when you compare it to the other companies. Like, they're barely holding on. Yeah, I mean, they're barely holding on in, like, adoptability yeah, and, and adoptability. They're st- they'll still, like, they're, st- no, they're, they're not they're, in they're, a they're, dire they're, situation they're, they're gonna keep existing as a company, just they're not being, they're not, they're not very successful compared to the others right now. Yeah, and at the, yeah, it becomes a question of, like, how much longer do you hold on to the Wii U? Because, you know, you have two more games yeah. that are going to push your console sales, like, substantially. Mm-hmm. The one being the, a mainline Mario game, because they haven't released one of those yet. And I mean a mainline, yeah, you know, like a totally. Gal- Galaxy Sunshine 64. And then, and then Zelda. And then Zelda, yeah, that's the second one. So those are so, the last two big movers so of the console. The thing is, though, Joe, uh, I I really think that those are not going to move consoles, and I'm going to tell you why. I think everyone that 
wanted those game that wants those games already has a Wii U. Mainly, I agree. mainly because like okay, Smash Bros came out. It's already sold three and a half million copies. So you think, oh, we're some of the like that must have pushed units, right? It didn't. Like the Wii U sales haven't like increased since Smash Bros came out. Like if you look at the data, it wasn't like there was a spike the month that Smash came out. It was just a, a straight line. Like they kept selling the same amount. So I think anyone that wanted it, the console for these types of games already has it, and now they're just buying the games. I agree with that because a lot, yeah, a lot of people. All talked about, oh, well, when Mario Kart 8 comes out or when Smash Bros. Yeah. comes out, then the consoles are going to spike in sales. And, and, they, and well, they spiked a little bit, like but barely. not substantial. Like barely. Well, and exactly, because I don't think it makes a lot of sense to say, oh, well, now that this game is out, I have a reason to buy yeah. a Wii U. Because, you know, it's people, people are not... People think ahead. Like, if they were exactly. going to buy it, they probably had one months ago. And even if Smash Bros. or Mario Kart 8, by some like weird chance, were shit games, which I don't think they would be, but if by some chance they were, you, you still have all of other Nintendo's games to get. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're going to have something to play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a make it or break it. So, yeah, I never put a huge amount of stock into that. Um, I think sales would, would push those consoles faster than... Uh, software at this point because I think if you if you are go if you like Nintendo games there are games for you on those p- platforms now you know yeah. uh, aside from Zelda and the big Mario releases which you know whatever like those will come mm-hmm. so so Joe yes part of their sales data revealed how many amiibos they had sold through the end of last year you want to guess what that number is. I saw the NeoGAF thread. They wrote just a million, but that was not the number. I'm going to wage. I'm going to say twenty million. What? <laughs> oh, is that too much? Oh shit! You're right. Are you there's, kidding me? <laughs> no, yes, that was a joke. Ha ha ha! Everybody, Joe, that was there's, very funny. I'm really stupid. That's double the amount of actual Wii U consoles that exist. <laughs> Wait, really? Then I feel like that would be a fair estimate because people are buying. There are a lot of whales. Uh, you got to remember uh, that uh, if there was that many, there would not be a shortage going on. <laughs> That's uh, no. true. That's true. No, That's true. I just, I just, everyone I fucking know <laughs> who has I'm a sorry. Wii U, everyone who has a fucking Wii U, I feel has bought like seven of those goddamn things. So I don't know, man. They're uh, they, they're they, cheap. They're cheap, and the, like compared to everything else, like they're yeah. fucking fifteen dollars. Like. Dude, I I would I don't have any fucking idea. Uh, they sold five million of them through through the end of the year. At this point, they might be even higher because like so, this is so, only going through the end of December. So so basically, my my forecast prediction for the next nine months was correct. Yes, twenty million. <laughs> give um, it a honestly, give it a little bit more. <laughs> if if they weren't supply constrained, I I wouldn't be surprised if they could have hit twenty million. But like, I this goes into my story. On Friday, I tried to get the, um, oh god, what's the Pokemon? The stupid, I had to get this, this stupid Pokemon one that's exclusive to Toys R Us. I go there as they're opening. Was it Lucario? Lucario. I go there as they're opening, and I get there, and they're going, and like, so I had planned to do this for a week. I called the guy at Toys R Us, I was like, hey man, when, is, when are these coming out? He's like, oh yeah, they'll be available Friday. I'm like, cool. Like, are you going to have like them available? Like, I'll be able to buy them? 
He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have enough units for you. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get in. It's me and three other people. So like totally like you'd think they'd have at least four, right? No, they have zero. You know why? Because every single unit that they had was pre-ordered at some point. But the thing is, it's not like, oh, well, then you should have pre-ordered. No, they won't. The pre-orders were only open for a couple days, and then they canceled all the pre-order. Like they made you made it so you couldn't have pre-orders because people were abusing it so much. Because there was some guy that was pre-ordering hundreds of these things. But so it's not like I, it's not like you even could pre-order. So I don't understand why. They only make enough to fulfill the pre-orders and not enough for people to actually fucking buy the damn things. Because, like, literally, there was, it was me and three other people, and one of them was a kid. And this kid looked so freaking sad. Like, it was clear that this kid was like, I got up at 10 to go to Toys R Us just to get this toy, and you guys don't even have it. It was, like, the most saddest thing. <sighs> it, it, it Just for me, it became a question. Because I know they've had supply issues, but, yeah. you know, I was never... Uh, and you know, of course, they're not making enough to fit demand. No, but demand is still pretty fucking high. So I like have no frame of reference for are they having supply issues because everyone wants one, or are they having supply issues because they're actually having supply issues? Dude, it's so. supply. It's supply issues. Uh, okay, so today, today, um, Rosalina came out, which okay, I was able to get one, but it sold out really fast. Like they sold out at Target within an hour. Like the Target website sold out in less than an hour, um, and then everyone else I talked to said that like all the Targets sold out within the first hour of opening, uh, that they that they could they had seen, and um, and then insult to injury, a letter leaked out from Target like higher ups. They are not making any more Rosalinas. The the supply that got shipped to stores. That's it. If you didn't get one today, you're not gonna get one. That is it. That is all the Rosalinas that they're making. Have you talked with your therapist about your affliction? It's not that. It's just, (laughs) it's not an affliction. It's just like, I I don't understand the reasoning for not making these things. Like, Nintendo is struggling to make to make money, and then their biggest cash cow, they're not making enough to meet the demand for it. It'd be like if it'd be like if uh, Apple didn't make enough iPhones, which, by the way, Apple made more money this past quarter than any company in history. And you know how they did that? By making enough iPhones. And selling them <laughs> at a very nice premium. Exactly. As, as is the case with most electronics. Yeah. So. All I know is you fucks still keep buying the goddamn Amoebas, so... <laughs> like <laughs> okay but th- okay so this wasn't even the biggest thing so i called my best buy cuz other other uh amiibos came out today as well besides rosalina just rosalina was the only one that's exclusive so i call my best buy i'm like okay hey uh, i know these other ones came out did you guys get any in no they didn't get any in they got zero i wanted to get tune link they had zero tune links i was like okay you got chic it's like oh yeah we got one chic but that was just because someone pre-ordered. I'm like, okay, why do you not even stock any of these? Why are they... They have literally none. At this point, all I can question is why aren't you pre-ordering these? Because it You seems don't like understand, are, Joe. They stopped doing pre-orders because people were abusing it so much. You had to... These pre-orders were like six months ago. Like, I, and at that point, I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to oh, buy these. Oh, they were pre-orders before pre-orders stopped? Yeah, they did pre-orders for maybe a month, 
and then like actually maybe even less like a few weeks and then they stopped doing pre-orders because they kept having all these news stories of the guy that was going around buying every amiibo so that way no one could have any so literally every store stopped doing pre-orders you cannot pre-order the amiibos anymore like it's impossible you cannot do that anymore Best Buy will not let you, Toys R Us will not let you, like, Target will not let you. Now it's day of because so many people were abusing the system. All of so, this is just so fucking stupid. It Holy is stupid because it's like the simple thing of just pre-ordering something is impossible now because of these people abusing the system. Like, No, I just, I, I just mean all of this is stupid. All of this is stupid. The fervor behind fucking amoebas is this. fucking stupid. Like, holy shit. It's a fucking figurine. I mean, the thing is, I just want like, one. I just want why? one of each one. That's all I want. I just want oh, one of each one. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm. I can't. It's not a hard request. I, I go know, to, I, but the thing is, the I go way to you say that. Like when I like, go to uh, Toys R Us, guess what? They have an entire wall of Disney Infinity. Every single one's in stock. I go to Toys R Us. They have an entire wall of the. Uh, God damn it! What's the the other one? The the Spyro one. Skylanders. Skylanders. Every single one in in stock. I go to the wall of Amiibos. They're so slim pickings. Half the things are out of stock. There's like one Mario and three Luigi's. Like, what the like? Every other company figured this out. Nintendo. <laughs> like every other one. I guess I just find a lot of humor in how casually you said I just want one of everyone I mean it's not a hard request there aren't that many I know it's not a hard request but just like how nonchalantly you said that because there's what at this point well there's like at there's this like out with the second wave right they've had the second wave there's about 20 right now there's, there's about 20, 20. 20 so by that's, the end by the end of March they'll be around like 40 so that's three hundred dollars worth of amoebas are out right now yeah you just want one of everyone. Yeah, is that a hard request? I don't think it should be. It should be, but it's not the request. The thing is, I know it's, some it's people. You, some like, people buy like dupes. Like some people buy a ton of them, but I, I just want one. I just want one. Of that's all uh, I want. One of what will eventually be a forty figure thing. And oh, it's gonna be more. Than, it, these yeah, are just forty that have been announced. Like 40 there's gonna that be more. We know of. Well, I mean, ass, be, assuming fucking Joe, they Nintendo already found. Fall into they the already. Sea, they already and, found data about like Duck Hunt amiibos coming. Like the Duck Hunt amiibo is gonna happen at some duck point. Hunt, the, yeah. The, the duck Hunt. Yeah. Like people, people have found data about what amiibos are coming on the disc of Smash Bros. I. This is. This is wild. Like, oh, this is just wild. <laughs> I don't, like, I... Never have I been more fucking, um... What's the word? Disinterested? Disinterested. In my entire life? I don't know. It's just one of those things where, like... It's just... It, it, I feel so, like an old man now. Because just, the fervor <sighs> behind this shit is, like, so intense for some people. And not I necessarily mean, you, because you're mild. It's, it's definitely not me, because there are some people that were tweeting on Twitter about how, like, I've been standing in line for four hours. I'm like, why? No, that's... But the, the, but yeah. the thing is, then they post a, a, a picture, and it's like, I'm the only one in line. It's like, so you're a fucking insane person. You didn't need to stand in line. I woke up at noon and was able to get to, to get a Rosalina 
Like, I didn't I, have to I get I feel up. like it's just unlocking a dark side of people that I never wanted to... It's like hats, you know, like, oh, you think you like a person, you think they're normal like you, and you can have fun times together, and then you realize that they've dropped about $1,000 in hats <laughs> on fucking Team Fortress 2. This is how I feel about you right now, Peter. I'm seeing a dark so side, the thing is, Joe, and I don't I've been like really it. smart about it, though. I've been you really have, smart. You okay, have. I've bought Toys R Us gift cards at, like, discounted discounted rates i bought best buy gift cards at discounted rates i buy them when they're on sale um i i pre-ordered some on amazon but with like a coupon so i got like six i got like six for like 20 bucks like total so like mm -hmm. i've been i've been smart about it i've been trying to lower the amount of money there's some people that are just like i don't care i'll pay the scalpers give me the the marth one for 80 bucks let's go i'm like no 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 fucking way i will pay retail price what is the uh, highest sold price on a particular amiibo at this well, point? Well, I don't know if I don't know if they actually paid this, but the uh, the Samus one with the fucked up cannons uh, sold for twenty thousand on eBay. All right, a any ones that weren't like mistakes. I mean, of course, the ones that are mistakes are gonna get yeah. The, uh, um, most... Of the normal ones, the highest I ever heard was like eighty bucks for Marth. Holy shit. Oh, but even mm. that's kind of died down because people found that you could import the Japanese ones. That's the thing. This scarcity is only in America. In Japan, they've got a ton of them. People are importing the Japanese ones with no problems. Like, there's no scarcity in Japan. Like, I, what is it with America? Like, why I don't mean, they supply America? It might. Ha my theory, one, I think there are more. Well, I mean, we're more spaced out for one. Yeah. In Japan, you don't need to send them to as many locations. You well, know what I'm well, saying? Here, here's how you solve it then. Put them on Amazon. Like, there's just... If you go to Amazon right now, it's hard to get any of the Amiibos that are, like, requested. Like, besides, like, Mario and Luigi. Like, if you want to get... It's true. Well, the ones that you want, they're just not in stock on Amazon. Or there has some scalper that's selling it for 60 bucks. Like... Get them on Amazon, but except except that, okay, I gotta I gotta qualify that with historically Nintendo and Amazon have not gotten along, so that's probably why. Mm -hmm. And I think it also might have something to do with the fact that you know Nintendo's a toy company; they want these to be toys, something that's going to be on retail shelves so that people can see. Yeah, and and also they're gonna want to distribute it to big name American companies, your Walmarts, your Targets, your Best Buys, and those places do not sell these on Amazon. Like, if, if you were to find this shit on Amazon, it's going to be through a third party, yeah. and they're going to sell it at a markup because that's the only reason why they have them. So, and I think that's probably largely what, like, Nintendo probably doesn't have the shipping infrastructure to, they themselves individually ship these out to people I wish via Amazon like storefront. I wish they could do that. Like, I wish they could get their sh shipping together. Like, I wish they could just have, like, a Nintendo storefront where you buy the Amiibos. It'd be great. It'd make life so much easier. It would. Unfortunately, that's not the case. I would really like to know, like, s there are just some, like, questions I have about Nintendo that I would like to know, and they're, like, really atypical. Like, I do want to know how how well balanced is their manufacturing line you know they make so many toys is the reason that yeah. supply is an issue because they're trying to juggle a lot of production it's, and not necessarily like buy more factory space to do so it's kind of it, interesting cuz like nintendo is what i like we know the least about nintendo's uh production like 
other companies like Sony, Microsoft, uh, Apple, that stuff leaks out. Like they like there's always the scandals about how the Apple uh, factories are so bad or whatever. And then like people like leak out the early versions of the PlayStation from the factory. Have you ever heard of anything about a Nintendo factory? No. Like I, it's like they keep it on lockdown or something. And I think that's the thing is I'm I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo's line for production and infrastructure are probably really small compared to Microsoft or Sony. Like there's less hands in the pot. Yeah. So you don't have those leaks as frequently. Um that's like my only theory. I I would love to like read a book like not like a scandalous book but like yeah. just to know like what, the, his, the, what, the, the backstory right like Nintendo <laughs> is does Nintendo put their money into growth like do are they buying up capital assets so that they can inc- expand or are have they yeah. just been chugging the same size all along ever since the NES you know like, yeah i'm it makes see, me curious i have no idea i know that nintendo puts a ton of money into r&d but i don't know how much they put into actually like factories yeah like sony like didn't microsoft uh just fucking buy up factory space in brazil just so oh, they yeah. could get around the horrible they, like they totally taxation did. they totally yeah, did yeah like that's what Microsoft's doing. I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo hasn't built a new factory in years, you know? Well, I mean, like, you, did you, I mean, uh, this was a few weeks ago, but Nintendo announced they are no longer even releasing consoles in Brazil. Oh, yeah, no. So, isn't it the same with Sony as well? Uh, Sony's doing it, but just theirs are incredibly highly taxed. Yeah. Just Nintendo's just like, fuck it, we're not doing this. This it's is like stupid. It's easier to import shit into Brazil and just use like another region's exactly. console than it is to just fucking buy it in Brazil. Exactly. Like, like Brazil's, Brazil's uh, uh, imports economy is like ridiculous right now. It's so fucking stupid. I'm glad I don't live in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Nintendo Amiibos are short are in short supply. Go figure. And no one knows and why. It just it just seems like they're not even trying. Like seriously, my Best Buy got no And this is a major Best Buy like Field Turtle Road, like that's a major road. That they is. They literally got none of the new Amiibos. Spy none. Mason, which I believe is like one of if not the largest suburb or largest what? like suburban town in in ohio yeah yeah like it's one of the yeah yeah like it's one of the largest towns in ohio and none like that should have gotten tons of them Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's it's just weird to me all right so anything else on the agenda that you can Uh, yeah so we'll take a break from nintendo but we'll come back to them briefly uh like a boomerang yes but Right now, we're going to talk about Sony. So, Sony announced a few things, um, mainly cancellation of a few of their services that they give. Oh, so, no. So, on Vita, they are getting rid of the support for the Maps app and the YouTube app. So, those will no longer be supported on the Vita. But uh, basically, it seems just like, oh, shit, no one's using the, using the Vita in general. So... We're just going to get rid of these because we pay a licensing fee, and that'll save us a few million dollars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, then overall, on the entire Sony infrastructure, any any platform, any Sony platform, uh, their streaming service, Curiosity, is uh, going away. 
And what they're replacing it with is Spotify is coming to PlayStation. Fucking so, good. Like so no ba- one used that e- other shit. Exactly. This is this is actually a good thing. Like you could say, oh, poor Sony, they had to cancel their streaming service. Well, who fucking used it? Everyone has Spotify, and basically it's gonna basically replace Curiosity. It's gonna work the, exactly the same, just with Spotify instead of Curiosity, which is good. Real quick to double back a bit, can we like put a fork? And fucking Vita, like, and and I don't mean we. I just mean in general. Like, is there any? I oh, dude, feel it, I feel like dude, it's, it's a dead platform. Dude, now. it's been dead for years. Like, I know, but <laughs> like, like the only reason why I own it is because just every um every month I get free games for it. I mean, it's been dead for years, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh well, maybe give it some time. Maybe no, there will be a moment. I never, I, guess I never once believed anyone that was saying that. It's like no, like. Sony has shown that they cannot manage a handheld platform. Like the PSP was a like it was a success at first, but then slowly it dwindled to nothing. Yep. Then the Vita was like a turd from the beginning. The thing is, they're not bad systems. Like they're great, they're built great, they feel good. Just no, no, like meaningful games come to them. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's kind of circular at some point. Like no one will make games because they won't sell, and then Vitas don't sell, so. No one makes games like you know yeah. it's, but yeah the well I mean I like compared to the 3ds because I remember when that came out and that mm-hmm. was a fucking shit show and then over time now the 3ds is just as oh. popular. Well, as, that's because that's because Nintendo worked their asses off to do to get there. They did. And they Sony put on some just kind of left the Vita there to die. Like I don't see Sony putting forth effort to make the Vita a thing. Yeah, I think one of the Vita's biggest problems was when Sony made games for it. They, I felt like they never made games for the Vita. No, if they that made makes sense. they made PS3 games and ported them over. Like basically, <laughs> like like <it> was, yeah, <laughs> like Uncharted and Killzone were on the Vita, and in those, it's like yeah, why the fuck would I play this gimped ass experience that I sh- you, I could be able no, to play on a like, console? You know, it's it makes no sense. Like right. the Uncharted game for Vita was a bad Vita game. If it was on PS3, it would have been way better. Like, it just wasn't made for... That kind of game does not work on a handheld. Like, I never understood why they were always pushing that. Yeah, I I think it's just a lack... I think it's one of those things where Sony's like, okay, first-party studios, we need to populate games on this platform, make something, and yeah. everyone's, like, groaning and rolling their eyes, like, fuck it, we'll just, like, make what we know, and then we can, like, never have to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's what they did. It's like, well... Uh, we made two Killzone games. I guess we can make a third one now. Yeah. Or we'll make one for the... V- or it was three. We, they had made three at that point. Yeah. And then it's same with Naughty Dog. It's like, well, we made Uncharted games. Let's just make another Uncharted well, game. The we'll thing downscale is, the graphics. Naughty and Dog... And now we do it. We the have The thing it. with the Vita, though, is like... That not that that Uncharted game was not made by Naughty Dog. That Killzone game was not made by the main Killzone team. Oh wow, These were that's even worse. Pretty much every Vita game was well. We got this other studio to kind of get the blessing of the of the main studio to make a side game. Like these were always side games. Like the Uncharted game on Vita, it doesn't have a number on it. You know why? Because it's a side game. Like it has nothing to do with the main story. Like. <laughs> That was always the most unappealing part of it, because it's like, oh, it's a lesser in quality, but also there's no story like reason for this game, and just it's just not as good. There's no reason yeah. for it. So yeah, so basically, Sto- Sony canceled its music streaming for the PlayStation, and yep. they canceled the Vita. Well, they didn't. The Vita. The <laughs> they canceled, canceled a few services on Vita. 
they they canceled the game service on Vita, the yeah. thing that lets you buy <laughs> games for your Vita. That would be pretty. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, I misspoke. They canceled that like years ago. My bad. <laughs> um, all right. So what's next? So back to Nintendo. A lot, a lot of Nintendo news this week. Kind of. They're the only um, ones doing anything right yeah. now. So there, were, there was a, an update for Smash Bros. on the Wii U. They added tripping back into the game, boys. Oh, Jesus. Yay. That would literally be the worst thing ever. It was all a part of my original vision, <laughs> said Iwata. Oh, did you did you see the, the story where uh, Luke, George Lucas said he's not interested in sci-fi anymore, and then no one cared? He's in the pain. <laughs> that, sound, that sounds accurate in many facets. No, th- this new update. Um, so it's basically uh, there's nothing l- really new in the update. The update just made it so that more stages could be used in eight player mode because a lot of the most of the stages were not available in eight player mode because they had to most of the eight player stages were just other stages made bigger. So now a lot of the st- the base stages have have big versions that be- can be used in eight player mode. Which is can, good. Now there's can, now there's fifteen more uh, eight player stages than there were before. So you can't you can't use regular size stages for eight player. No, which that's just uh, no fun. Well, it gets it gets fucking crazy. Yeah, it, even fucking, on the big stages, it gets crazy. Just, yeah, exactly. So just like put you them literally on the can't small you stages. literally can't fit on the stage. That's <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. If you fall off in the first few seconds because you can fit on the stage, then you deserve to die. Upbeat. <laughs> pieces of shit it's real easy it's real easy concept oh boy oh boy oh boy indeed so some more smash news more smash um so this is kind of a side story so there was a smash bros tournament going on all this weekend i didn't watch it but apparently somebody pulled the fire alarm like as like a joke or something like there was not a fire going on Mm-hmm. And like the entire building got evacuated, and like the entire like tournament came to a halt. But then it kept going. So I don't know. I just thought that was funny that someone was like, "Oh shit, Smash Bros! Let's get the people out of here. <laughs> Pull this alarm." It's a real bummer that you wanted to incorporate this event in the story, and the only thing meaningful that you got out of it was the fire alarm was pulled. Well, I mean, what is there to say? It's a Smash Bros. tournament. I, I don't know who won. What did they win with? I don't fucking. I don't know. know. I mean, there were different tournaments going on. Like real... it wasn't. It wasn't one big tournament. It was. Uh, what was it? It was a uh, the melee and uh, no. Every there was a tournament for every Smash game. Oh, they did all of them. They okay. did all of them. Inclu- I think even. I think they even did Project M. Okay. Like all of them, even Project M. Like had so tournaments it was not going Nintendo on. sanctioned. It was not then. Nintendo sanctioned. It okay. was some other other folks. Hmm. But you know what is Nintendo sanctioned, Joe? Uh playing cards. YouTube. What? Oh yeah, so what what uh, what about this? Nintendo launched their creators program which lets you share ad revenue with the YouTube with uh with Nintendo as a YouTube user. Hmm. So if you want to get half the amount of money that you were getting before, you can team up with Nintendo. <laughs> what? Is, okay, so what exactly is this? Because I remember hearing a lot of people tweet about okay. it, but I was never sure what it exactly was. So a lot of people's YouTube videos that had Nintendo content were getting pulled. Mm-hmm. When a lot of that is just like, this is my well, this is my well being. Like this is how I make money. I make YouTube videos and I get the ad revenue. But Nintendo would pull it no matter what. Other companies would just leave it there as like, oh, it's free advertising. Like 
will will like this one video on the internet isn't going to kill us if they see some gameplay like if anything it sells the game but nintendo thinks differently they think we own this game so we we need money basically now you can sign up to be part of nintendo's creator program and then they get half the ad revenue and you get the other half which basically and otherwise if you're not part of the creator program they will pull your video so so you basically, basically just it's basically nintendo it's basically nintendo going for a, a, an easy money grab and kind of discouraging YouTubers from actually covering their games, which seems bad for them because I feel like they should be encouraging YouTubers to cover the games considering the position that they're in right now. I was about to say, so you're basically paying a license to post videos about you're Nintendo pe- games, except it's in proportion to how much money you're actually making, exactly. which is shit. Basically, really. you're paying Nintendo to advertise for Nintendo. And is this just limited to, like, Nintendo games in the video? Like, say, uh, someone like Total Biscuit were to stream a game that yeah. was a Nintendo game and then stream or post a YouTube video of a game that wasn't Nintendo. He would only have to pay Nintendo the revenue only, generated from the Nintendo Only for the Nintendo video. video. Only All for right. the Nintendo video. Yeah, that's that's just... <laughs> that's so dumb. It, it, it pisses me off, because it's like... First of all, like, how much money could Nintendo possibly make from this? Like, a million dollars tops? Like, take, eat the million and let, like, YouTubers actually support your stuff. Like, think of how important YouTube is for selling games these days. It's really important. And I don't think Nintendo understands that because they're from Japan and things are different there. But in America, YouTube sells games to people. It really does. So if if you're going to, like make it so it's harder for YouTubers to cover your game, you're doing something wrong. I would like to read up more on this in terms of, like, so, okay, yeah, you can't have a video of a Nintendo game without paying them. What happens if I start doing things that Nintendo might not like? For example, like exposing glitches and shit in games. You will... Well, I mean, if it's a Nintendo game... It gets into this weird part where, like, your 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 account is probably gonna get flagged. Like, Nintendo is very much they're 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 the worst. Like, a lot of people don't like doing Nintendo videos because they know that the game's that's gonna get flagged, right? And then their account will get banned. Well, like, yeah, because I'm just trying to figure out how this would work in terms of like, so it's like, oh yeah, we'll pay you money for it, and then they're like, you're posting videos of you breaking our game. Oh, okay, you're saying if you, they do pay and then they do well, do it. Well, yeah, because this is something oh. I guess you sign up for and then you yeah. agree to it ahead. Honestly, of time. I don't think they would care that much as long as it's not like really damning. What about if you're say spoiling shit? Like, see now there's that a whole, now there's that's that that's something different. Only if you sign it, uh, a uh, you know, what is it? What's that NDA or something? Yeah. Only if you sign the embargo, like if only if you are agreeing to the embargo, then you can't do it. But it, like if you did not sign an embargo, then you're cool to do it. It just sounds like a one big headache because I can see like this is already shitty enough, but I can still see Nintendo also trying to impose a bunch of other like legalese bullshit. That yeah. would, you know, because, you know, it's oh, it's putting our game in a negative light. We don't like that very much. It's like <laughs> you're banned. A, yeah. Like that's an arbitrary line to draw. But they 
have done that before, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. Like, that's why they hate Project M. It's because you're fucking modding their game, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, maybe that's a little bit more uh, shaky than just exposing glitches, but, you know, fucking Miyamoto didn't want Smash Bros. to be real because he didn't like the idea of Mario beating up Donkey Kong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, this, this company is not known to be very rational when dealing with stuff like this, so... Yeah, totally. Um, Oh, uh, so I mean, wait, is I mean, this, this is like. Th- oh, you go ahead. Well, I was just gonna ask: Is this done like w- as a partnership with YouTube, or is this outside of it? And Nintendo it's a, will just—it's a partnership with YouTube. So YouTube is working with Nintendo to yes. do this shit. Yeah, it, it integrates into the website. So like, I don't know how it works, but you sign up, and then just everything that you post that has Nintendo content in it just automatically gets like fit, split fifty fifty. Let's see. I I'm surprised that YouTube would be down for something like that because I feel like, you know, it's YouTube's well, job. It's YouTube's. The thing is, YouTube does this because they know that they're kind of at the. They're kind of trying to know? appeal to the content, the content owners. I'm sorry, I dropped you for a bit. Ah, uh, Joe. What does Nintendo know? What does YouTube know? Peter. Joe, you're dead. Peter. Well, we've lost Peter again. This is great. Peter, come back to me. You can blame it all on me. I was wrong, but I just can't leave without you. Peter, come back. Hmm. Well, this is stupid. I'm going to have to cut this out. Troubleshoot the problems. Yeah, it's not my line. I don't think it's me. Is it me? Fuck. Excuse me. Yeah, nope, it's not me. I have internet. Peter. Come back. Check my phone. What's Peter up to? Technical difficulty. Peter. Your internet sucks. <laughs> I don't know. My internet is still working. Like, so, I, I dropped you, but I didn't lose connection. Yeah. Which is weird. Are you still recording? Yeah, totally. Good, because it helps to keep it synced. <laughs> All right. So, I guess just to pick back up. Uh, yeah, cure- just, yeah, just Nintendo wants to appeal to these bigger companies because they know that not Nintendo. YouTube wants to appeal to these bigger companies because they know if they're kind of at their mercy because YouTube is an aggregate of all these different things. And if they fuck up, then Nintendo could sue them and say, hey, this is our intellectual property. And then YouTube will have to pay Nintendo. So That's they, they, they want to work with these content creators. But I wonder if I'm surprised, though, YouTube wouldn't have tried to, like, maybe talk them down a bit because, like, the one one thing... Well, because the thing is, YouTube gets their revenue from having people come to their site and view shit. If you have someone who's putting these arbitrary restrictions on content creation such that people will not create content, 
then you run the risk of losing viewership. You know, people might, millions of people might come to YouTube to watch a Smash tournament, but now that you're telling people that they have to pay a certain chunk of money to Nintendo over this, they might just be like, fuck it, we're going to go somewhere else and host yeah. this video elsewhere. I mean, and that's YouTube what, is now out of viewers because of that. Honestly, that's what people have started doing. Like, people are people are hosting their Nintendo videos elsewhere. Yeah, so... I don't know. It's one of those things where, of course, it's good to play ball with the big companies and mm -hmm. hopefully everything works out. But if I was YouTube, I would recognize this as potentially being more trouble mm -hmm. than, you know, what it's worth. See, I just imagine that uh, they had a business meeting with Nintendo and Nintendo walked in and they had like a samurai there. And they're just like, these are our terms. You either agree to them or this guy's going to chop your head off. We will like, cut you down. <laughs> yeah, like we are Japanese and we are not afraid to do stu uh, do crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, so, yep, that's weird. Anything else? That That's all I got. I that's everything. I think we're done then. You know, yep. that's, that's about it. So, you've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. You can find us on various outlets, um, primarily PlayStation. Our gamer tags will be in the description. You can find both me and Peter on PSN. Mm -hmm. You can find Peter on Xbox. Uh, he has a mic he has a live account. Uh, do you have a Wii U account or Nintendo ID? I have a Nintendo ID, but I don't have a Wii U. He doesn't have a Wii U. Well, uh, a Wii U ID. But uh, yeah, I was thinking it, about it, that it briefly. It gets confusing because Nintendo locks everything to the console, so yeah. it's like. It, it, it's weird. Uh, it's, so not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like you. It's not like you join the Nintendo network and it's like a ubiquitous ID that goes to everything. It's like, oh well, you've got a Wii U name and you've got a 3DS name, and then they all link to your Nintendo ID, but they're not like the same thing. Yeah, you're not entrenched in any sort of system. Yeah, yet. it's really terrible. They need to redesign it really badly. All right. Well, <laughs> then don't look for Peter on Nintendo. Yeah, but don't you look can, for me. You can find us both on Steam. Here's my friend code. French. <laughs> yeah, just rattle Six, it off. Six, four, seven. <laughs> Fuck that shit. That's so. I hated that so much. Um. Yeah. You can find us also on Steam. Um. You can also find some other stupid shit that we do on our website zucchinithumbs.com. Uh. Right now, that website is primarily just for our podcast. Though we do have older videos that you should check those out because those are interesting. Totally. You can also find more podcasts like this one on the OSU Podcast Network. Uh, it's at go.osu.edu forward slash podcasting. You can... We have a variety of podcasts. We have a new sports cast that came out. Whoa. Um, Will they be covering the big game? Uh, I He has not... Po he talked a little bit about it. Um, it is called... Shit. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually say the name of it because... So, give me... Be gentle with me for a minute. I have to go <laughs> to the website. But, yeah, no, it's a a new sports one. We also have a Riddle podcast that deals exclusively with OSU subject matter. Um, we also have just just some other kind of grab bag podcasts. You know, it's a, it's a hobbyist thing. Yeah. So, okay, it's maxed out sports because the host is max. So... Uh. Yep. So he'll he'll he had some stuff to talk about the big game. And am I forgetting anything else? Can you think of anything, Peter? Is that, that it? I think I hit so, everything. I think you got it. All right. 
So, thank you very much for listening. Bye! Hi.